Welcome to part two of Incoming, an American Odyssey. In the last episode, we interviewed Brett Walking Eagle about his Native American background. In this episode, we delve further into that, as well as his African American cultural background, and what that means to him. bicultural, even tricultural individual where you have your Native American side from your father, but your mother is also Jamaican, correct? Mm-hmm, yeah. And then you were born and raised in the American culture or what we deem as the American culture. Mm-hmm. So you're not, you don't look like the stereotypical Native American that we see on TV. You look very mm-hmm. much Afrocentric or what would be defined <laughs> as American Afrocentric. Mm-hmm. So how do you identify yourself as an individual in this America? Uh, I don't think, see, there's, there's, there's no such thing as an American culture. <laughs> there's no, okay. su- there's, yeah, there's no such thing as an American culture because, I mean, like, well, now, like, nowadays, because we got so many people coming and, you know, some, we're, we're a country made up of, of immigrants. You got all these cultures coming in, including, you know, ours, when I say ours, the Dakota. You got all this culture coming in, so everybody's throwing something into the mix. So, I guess like the American, I guess like the stereo, I would say this, the stereotypical American culture is like, you know, like, uh, I know a lot of people would say it's, it's um, excuse me for the thing, but quote unquote white. But I see it as just like a melting pot. America is is a melting pot of different cultures and, you know, Having it be like the stereotypical, uh, the stereotypical way, it's. I, I just don't think it exists because, like, I mean, it's it's just like every everybody's you know in it. Mm-hmm. Everybody's in it. Mm-hmm. It's not like one culture. It's not just one thing. It's everybody's throwing their throwing their um, yeah, throwing their thing into it. That's what that's what I think. That's it's at a, least what I think. Yeah, it's a bajillion cultures. Exactly. <laughs> and and when we can respect each culture for what it is and. And you know, pull the the awesome things out of it instead of cultural shaming. Then, <laughs> then, then that's that's where we're gonna find the beauty, not mm. in celebrating white culture or in shaming other other cultures. Yeah. I, I want to pull you into this, Deborah, a little bit. Um, you are you have that Afrocentric background, but you also have a Native American background. Mm-hmm. Um, so. How how does that affect you? How have you found your like yourself similar to Brett's story or different from Brett's story? I mean, my story would be similar in the sense that um, my father educated us on the culture that was passed down to him, far as uh, what his father told him about being part of a Cherokee tribe and uh, his family living on a reservation, and uh, my father our great-grandfather being in the military and the only two options were black and white and so he had to mark himself down as white because they go by your skin. So just uh, the dynamics of that in my life is somewhat similar because you learn when you're a unique case or outside of the norm 
how to see unity better because people try to put Hmm. up the lines of, oh, this is black, this is white, this is right, this is wrong, and uh, they have that systematic racism where uh, they make up terms that shouldn't exist to divide a people that shouldn't be divided. So me as an individual, seeing the unity of different cultures within my own family, immediate and extended family, just makes me look at everyone else like there, there should not be this divide. Like uh, we look at the genocide that happened in Rwanda and how it was between the Hutus and the Tutsis. And they were intermingled so much so that the only way they could identify or differentiate between the two of them was to ask for their identification card. (laughs) And then upon what was on their identification card, they slaughtered them based off of them being different. And we do very similar things here, where it's like I, being uh, from a a multicultural background, I can identify an individual that is what is considered biracial. I can identify someone who they think is white but is actually not white. And so growing up with that mentality of these people are saying this person is white, but I know their parents, and their parents aren't white, like they're not even biracial. So that made me question and be like, what are these terms? Hmm. Because they don't mm-hmm. have any real, right. real solid backing. Yeah, so yeah. if these terms make no sense, then why are they there? Exactly. And it's, it's all about power and play and exactly. separation. And that's not of God. So me as a person mm-hmm. striving for the unity and love that Christ wants us to, I look at it and I'm like, this makes no sense. So I challenge the system because it's like, this is stupid. This makes no sense whatsoever. There, is, there should be no race war. Scientifically speaking, there is only one race, and that is the human race. Exactly. Now, you can have multi, exactly. uh, multiple cultures. Now, that right. makes sense to me. Right. But you shouldn't discriminate someone uh, because exactly. of the color of their skin. Exactly. Because those terms, black and white, uh, were a part of scientific racism invented by Johann Blumenbach. So it's not even... <laughs> <laughs> Like right. it has, that right. was that wasn't correct. Right. So it's like I know my background, and I know that the lies people are told, and even within the black community, if you say, "Oh yeah, I'm part Native American," it's almost seen as a shame. Like, oh, you don't want to be black. Oh, it's yeah, a badge yeah. of honor. You're saying you're uh, Native American, oh, yeah. so yeah, you don't want to yeah. be associated with the harsh slavery that is a reality of our history. Right. But it's like no. There's beauty no, there's in the beauty. different cultures, the different upbringing, but we're in an identity crisis of a state right now, mm-hmm. where if you're a people whose culture was beaten out of you, stripped from you, you don't even know your own language or the languages that you came from, you don't know your traditions, you don't know your history, the only history you know is that of abuse and slavery, mm-hmm. you will have a people in tor- turmoil because they're trying to identify themselves find out who they are and then whenever they try to identify themselves they are labeled negatively such as ghetto ignorant uh Mm. and then if they invent something and try to take credit for it it's like oh no someone else can take credit for that because you you're not smart enough to do it so there's there's a lot of turmoil that goes with uh being an individual who's bicultural because i don't believe uh, in biracial like i'm not mixed with any other species or anything so it's like I can identify as bicultural because cool. I have mm-hmm. multiple cultures in my family and I was raised up that way. 
But if we start reevaluating the labels that we so freely pass around to one mm-hmm. another, start actually questioning them, then healing can begin. But mm-hmm. if we just mm-hmm. continue to throw around ignorant labels, uh, we yeah. don't get anywhere. One thing no. that I really loved that I think you you taught me um, was you you kind of defined racism for me as um, an us versus them mentality. Right. And 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 you said you know instead of having that us versus them mentality and and like comparing ourselves and being like oh well I'm better like let's have an us and them mentality you know let's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's think about ourselves as a group of people who's all part of the same thing and not right. two different boats sailing in opposite directions trying to beat each other. Like right. so right. yeah. Yeah. That's I really think, cool. I think um kind of going off what Deborah said, I people you should be proud of who you are. Yeah. Doesn't matter like what like what skin color is what yeah. what your skin color is. I mean you need like I think it's important that everybody needs to be proud of where they came from. And then if someone expresses pride, one should the other person should not look down on them mm-hmm. for having pride in who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody could have could be pride could uh, take pride in the fact that they're black. You know, we you know we we survived and you know we came from like a long line of like you know like kings <laughs> and queens and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, and they take pride in that, and that's good. This other person, I remember there was a dude in high school who was um, of Irish descent, mm-hmm. you know, and he kept talking about it. And, you know, the more I kept, I kept he, he kept talking to me about like his culture and where his dad was from and, you know, how he did his family, you know, did the, what's the thing called? The, the website? Ancestry. Oh. Ancestry.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did some, he did some research on, you know, who he was, you know, and, he talked about it, and you know, he's you know, he's a white kid. You know what I'm saying? You would you would you would know, like you know, just by you know looking at him, you would know that he came from like this like long line of like you know like a warrior clan or something like some like mm-hmm. European like kind of you know thing. But he was proud of it. Now to like and to somebody else who's saying like, oh, you know, hey, uh, this guy's you know proud that he's you know white. They would say something ignorant like you know, oh, he's proud that he's white. You know, he's a racist. I'm like no. No, no, he's mm. proud of where he came from. Mm. Yes, he's white, but why are you looking at his skin? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, like, you listen to the guy and listen to, you know, his culture. Yeah. And not look at his skin. Because, you see, now you're making him ashamed of where he came from. And that's... that. It, yeah. <laughs> no, it's it, it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. People need to be proud of where they came from. It doesn't matter what color of skin they are. That's a great People example. need to be proud yeah. of who they are. Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. And I just like I just wanna I just wanna like apologize to, to you and Deborah, like from my culture to yours basically, mm-hmm. because hearing you you guys talk about, you know, how how the white race has just beaten down and shamed um, the Native American culture, the Black culture, like, oh my gosh, <laughs> um, I don't know. But I would, I would even challenge that statement because I know your heart and I know you come from a place of love. It just breaks my heart hearing uh-huh. about 
hearing about like the the Native American children who were who were taken away to school and and you know what I'm saying, quote unquote, re-educated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's a culture of greed. Like, yeah. I would love to be like, yeah, that's white culture. And but whenever you say, oh yeah, that's just white culture, you have a lot of people who identify as white, mm-hmm. and then they immediately feel attacked or they immediately mm-hmm. feel ashamed. And it's like, I don't want you to feel ashamed. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't want thing. you to feel attacked. I don't want you to feel like you need to defend yourself or I'm holding you accountable for the sins of uh, parts of your ancestors mm-hmm. because at some point we're all intermingled. So your history mm-hmm. intertwines with my history. So it's like we yeah. need to acknowledge that there was a history of sin, a culture of sin, a culture of greed, and that contaminated every other cultural interaction. Right. So it's like if we can Yeah, you weren't yeah, you 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 weren't taught what they were taught. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You weren't taught that um, you didn't grow up seeing me as me as a savage. You didn't grow up seeing her as property. Mm-hmm. They were. So <laughs> it's uh Yeah, I don't like I I I hear I hear what you're saying. Like it's in, you know, it's 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 beautiful. But um Sin is sin, you know. Yep. Sin is sin. And I want to get to a place where when we look at history, it's like black history is American history. Native Mm -hmm. American history is American history. White history is American history. Mm -hmm. Because we look at where we are today as a people. We look at what got us there. And we can't start separating our history. We got to start from when we all step foot on the same land and then move from there. Because that it's all about our history. And we may have different paths within that history, but if we see it as all of our history, then we can uh, breed a better future for all of us as a whole. And we don't have to try and redo black history or mm-hmm. redo Native American history or redo what is considered white American history. It's more like how do we as a nation of people that unity yeah. make a better that history unity. and a better future for us and those we leave behind. Because I don't want, if I have what they consider biracial children, black and white kids, I'm, there is nothing in me that will be able to tell them that they're black and white. Because I don't believe in those terms. Mm-hmm. Because those mm-hmm. terms recently came into existence in the 1800s. But people were alive way before then. <laughs> but I will let them know mm-hmm. you are very much bicultural. Like this mm-hmm. is my cultural cultural background. And this is your father's cultural background. And this is who you are as a bicultural individual. Now, what will you do with that to shape the world and make it a better place for you and those who come after you? Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's so, that's so beautiful. Just, I want to get to that place too, that place of beauty where, you know, we're all in this together and it's all, it's all of our history and it's all of our future. Mm-hmm. I think we can wrap it there for today. <laughs> yes. Five minute mark. And that and that ends our two part series. Hey. <laughs> we uh, had fun, <laughs> and thank you for tuning in. We're still mm-hmm. we're, we're trying to get better with ending it, but we just love speaking with you guys so much that we don't know how to cut it off. Yeah, we could just do like a I don't know like a. Oh, like a, we can like do a fade a whole, out. I yeah, know. I don't know. Just I don't like know. one of those cool fade outs. So long, farewell. 
to hey. you, my friend. Hey, hey. Goodbye mm-hmm. for now mm-hmm. until we meet again. Mm-hmm.